it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. This is Jessica of the Last Monday Podcast. I'm a married, 35-year-old mother of two, a high school teacher, and I'm morbidly obese. I was recently approved for weight loss surgery and decided to do a podcast about my experience from the first appointment until the last pound is lost. I hope my podcast can help folks who want to better understand what weight loss surgery might be like for themselves or a loved one, or for anyone who's just curious about the process. You can find me at queenjess.podbean.com or anywhere you listen to your favorite podcasts. This podcast involves topics such as violence, (coughs) sex, mental illness, and children being shot out of cannons into a group of clowns. One of these things is not true. By the way, did you know what a group of clowns is called? A shudder. I know, right? Anyway, if any of these things might disturb you or those around you, please reconsider listening. It's okay. We won't be terribly disappointed. Privacy and confidentiality have been protected with personal information removed when possible. If you ever feel unsafe or suicidal, please call your local crisis center, emergency services, or national hotline. In the U.S., the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is 1-800-273-8255. Oh, and in case you were wondering, you matter. Hey, this is Kate. What do you love? What matters to you? What gets you revved up? It may come as no surprise to you to learn that one of the things that I really love and matters a lot to me and gets me revved up is podcasting. And I'm not the only one. I mean, you've heard it before with other people coming on the show. And so that's what's about to happen here. This is sort of I don't know, like a digital love letter to the concept of podcasting, but more so the concept of the podcast community. I'm talking with this guy named Zach, who has this little show called Podcast Junkie. Everybody knows him. He's wicked cool. And the fact that he's talking to me kind of blows my mind a little bit. But that's cool. That's fun. People talk to me. It's great. And the thing about Zach is that he works really hard to form connections and he looks at the scene from different perspectives than a lot of other podcasters do because of his background and his experience and I think just how he's wired. So, I mean, it's not a complicated episode. It's not one where we're revealing deep, dark inner secrets. Those are coming. Trust me. But 
it's fun and and it's interesting and it's just it makes me happy are you sure you really want to know this is ignorance was bliss So I'm Zach from Podcast Junkie. Uh, I've been podcasting since 2013, um, and we can get into a little bit of backstory of how I started podcasting if you want uh, here in a little bit. Uh, I've done three podcasts now, and uh, like I said, I'm with Podcast Junkie now. Uh, I currently have a video game podcast called Plug and Play Podcast, which is closing out on almost 260 episodes, uh, which is a weekly show. Uh, that will be ending now here shortly and being replaced by a new unreleased podcast. So, overachiever. Yeah, I you know I just uh, that one's really done. It's done with one of my best friends, Tim, and uh, it just makes sense that the plug and play needs to be laid the rest, and we want to keep doing it. So I think we're gonna do a bi-weekly show. Uh, and then on our off weeks where we're not recording, I think we're going to play video games. Just like have fun. Like that yeah. doesn't, I, that, that I does know. not compute in the podcasting world. Like I don't know. Yeah. It's, uh, so we have a YouTube channel that we do live streaming on, which has gone negligent, uh, for a while. So I think we're just going to take every other Wednesday and, uh, live stream some video games. So. With the podcast that is closing with Plug and Play, why not keep it running as a bi-weekly thing? Um, because it's not just video games, and we're kind of do going to be doing, I guess, <clears throat> sorry, we're going to be kind of doing like a spinoff. Uh, so with Plug and Play, it's Kickstarter, Tech and Beer, and video games. So it's kind of just a conglomerate of like everything that we found that we have a mutual friendship over and that kind of brought us together so video games is the first one uh actually plug and play started life as a podcast called the legend of podcast and that ran for only a handful of months before i realized that it was very difficult to find a knowledgeable person on a subject every week on a video game so uh that's what the whole that premise was was like it was the legend of super mario world it was the legend of donkey kong country and i would bring on somebody who could really speak to the development or their childhood nostalgia for that game and what it meant to them and like they could talk for like 45 minutes on a subject uh and that died off really quickly so we we made plug and play i brought tim on and we both found we really both like beer, so then we added in a beer review at the beginning and the middle. And then we quickly found that we couldn't just fill an hour of video games that we are currently playing, so we had to fill it in with games we we had played, which soon became kind of just back to the Legend of Zelda, because him and I are both Legend of Zelda fans. Um, 
And so then we added in Kickstarters. So we started highlighting Kickstarters. Um, and then video game news and tech news. And then technology reviews. So it, it's formed this weird life of like it's expanded over the close to 260 episodes. And it's a shadow of its former self and it's kind of lost direction and now i don't have time for video games like i used to with a new wife or not new wife new kid and a wife and a new house in the past two years um and he's gotten more in the video game so he might continue it on um but there's just a lot of work it takes a lot of editing um a lot of audio cues and things like that uh where we're trying to simplify our lives in podcasting I think with the new spinoff, there won't be as many cues. Um, and then we can get back to doing, like, we used to play a video game every week together. And we haven't done that in a long time. So just making time for that friendship to blossom and continue to blossom and play video games. Or if we want to, just go grab a beer at, a like, uh, the Lucky Labrador. And then, you know, go get absinthe afterwards. Uh, you know, okay, we can do that. But that's, I mean, that's just an outright tease right there. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. I mean, uh... So, yeah, I, it's, you know, like you and I were talking before we hit the record button. It's all about building and building the relationships like that I have with you now, which we can get into how you and I met as well. Um, and like other podcasters and creators and content creators. And there's even some people in the video game journalism world that like they travel the world. And like I get to live vicariously through them. Um, and I feel like I've just kind of lost that connection in a bit with tim because we don't we started off always like we used to go to a brewery and like talk about their beers while we talked about the video games we played and like the next week like we'd be at his house recording and we like during our commercial break we would sit down and play like 45 minutes of a video game and we just haven't done that lately so it's kind of just like finding him and i time and still continuing podcasting because we both do have a passion for podcasts uh but plug and play just doesn't fit in there anymore. Um, and I think it's time to start something new. So so it's, uh, in your mind, does that qualify as pod fade? What do you mean? So pod fade, it, when I think of it, it's more often the idea of you get an idea for a show, you start it up, and then around 8 to 12 episodes... It fades out. It dies because it just it never got traction. Yeah. But friends of um, mine, other I, friends of mine think of pod fade being, you know, you can have a thousand episodes and you just decide it's done. So, yeah, I think there's uh, I think there's an element of that. Yeah. Uh, plug and play started and I, I guess just back this all the way up. I actually started podcasting because my mom died uh, and I just got into some like i always liked the darker music and not like heavy metal or anything like that just like more depressing lyrics like uh thrice and things like that uh where it's just subject matter around depression and things like that um and i was attracted to that when i was in high school and like i really liked the music but i realized after my mom died in 2013 like i hadn't really been listening to like that and it just like fell into it and it was a dark area and my wife would attest to like a lot of bad habits got amplified during that time drinking and things like that that like just wasn't who i was um so i had a really good friend uh that i met through world of warcraft of all places 
uh, that I'm still really close with. He reached out and was like, "Have hey, like, haven't seen you in the raids lately. Like, what's going on? Reached out. We had a heart-to-heart. And he was like, look, like, I want to do this thing. It's called podcasting. And I was like, I don't know what the hell a podcast is. And uh, he was like, well, you do, like, some video game reviews. Like, I used to do, like, a, like a weekly, like, recap of my experience with World of Warcraft. And uh, he was like, you know, Giant Bomb, and I would, I had read their stuff. He's like, they do a podcast. It's just video games. Why don't you give it a shot? So uh, I started listening there, and he suckered me into starting a podcast with him. We called it the Nightcast. Uh, and it, again, was basically just like Plug and Play has turned out to be. Um, it was life and video games. Um, and then we did stupid little things like uh, I had a voice modifier. So, like, every once in a while, like, we'd have, like, we'd be talking about Diablo and, like, the devil, like, would cut in. And, like, I'd have a voice modifier and I'd be, I'd be pretend to be the devil. It was, like, right when uh, Xbox One was, like, being, like, dropped. And I was, like, oh, yeah, we sold our soul to the devil to make this. And I was, like, pretending to be, like, the devil. And he was, like, so how did, like, how did that work with, like, Microsoft? And, like, just, like, stupid shit. <laughs> um, and... Uh, you know, kind of reminiscent of what's going on in my life. He had a lot of life stuff come up. Um, and at that point, his kids were around the same age as my son is and it pod faded, like you said, and it just kind of slowly died off. Um, but with that podcast, I met a gentleman named Q or Caduce. Um, he's out of, uh, Trinidad Tobago. Uh, and he had a podcast over in Trinidad Tobago called, uh, that beautiful life or actually i think at that point it was called uh the bun smashers podcast uh and he ran a video game website and he was nice enough he offered to let me drop my articles instead of being in some dumb blog on my own that just looked like crap uh he let me start bringing over my articles over to his site and partnering with him because with the nightcast Blake and I, um, who's my host, we actually would choose a game for each other each week, and we would play the game, uh, usually together online, um, and then we would both write an article, uh, like a critique of the game. Uh, so I moved those over, over to the Button Smashers, and uh, I started transforming the Button Smashers from a blog to an actual journalistic website, uh, and we got to go to PAX West. And I don't know, you know what PAX West is because one of your colleagues uh, lives in Seattle. And I got to meet up with him and a few other people. So you kind of have a rough idea what that is. I do. Um, and so it's a video game conference uh, for fans and for media. And uh, in 2014, I got my very first pass as press to go. And it was my very first time ever being a media professional which is what the badge back then said was media professional which i laugh at every time because there's nothing professional about me um (laughs) but i mean i can attest yeah you can attest there's nothing professional about me i just just am just a guy who likes to do shit and it has i've worked out so far apparently um and so I've gone to PAX underneath writing this thing. And then I, I felt like I needed to do another podcast. And so I did The Legend of, I mentioned. And then it moved into Plug and Play. And I brought Tim on as a writer over the Button Smashers. And him and I have had this crazy ride over the past, I guess it would be like my 
fifth year of going to PAX and just like riding the wave of going to the show every year. We pay our own way, but we get free passes. We show up, we get our pass, we go and we just have fun. Um, and that's not going to go anywhere. Uh, and I'm, I'm pretty solid in the belief that plug and play doesn't need to be around. And that was, that was, that was very evident this year at PAX. Uh, we really just didn't focus on the podcast. And this was the first time we've gone to PAX where we didn't focus on our show. Uh, usually we do a nightly recap on a Facebook live stream or we drop an episode or we go YouTube live um, and talk about the things that we did that day, where we were at, who we saw, who we talked to, what games we played. Um, and we didn't do that at all, um, which, which is fine. Um, you just it, didn't want to, you know, we, we've been working so hard at making the podcast and trying to make time to do the podcast that we've neglected the things that we used to love to do with each other, like play video games and grab beers and stuff. So we got up to Seattle this year and we just did that. We, we we had our appointments that we went to that were for the website, the Bun Smashers, um, and we did those during the day. But even then, like, we have a Google Calendar. I, I could see where he was at. And, like, I would just fucking show up to his appointment and just be like, you want to fucking play the game? Like, after you're done interviewing this dude, like, let's fucking sit down and play the game. Like, and we just did that. Like, we didn't worry about, like, recording audio with each other. We didn't – I don't know. It was just kind of like – it was fun. And last year – was fun like every year has been fun but every year we have we have stopped our nightly indulgence of going out with a developer or you know i have some friends that are like actually get paid to do video game journalism like one of them just flew to japan for three weeks for the the tokyo game show and now she's staying there for like her one year uh like her one week off like vacation like they're keeping her there like that's where this that's her life that's what she does um and it's awesome and you know, we just met up with people. Like, we we just didn't have an agenda. Like, she has an agenda at PAX. Like, she has to do this, this, and this. She has to she has to meet with these people. And that's what we've done every year. It's like, we have to go see this person. We have to go to dinner with this person. We have to have lunch with this person. We just didn't do that. We, we picked people we wanted to go hang out with. There's a game developer company uh, in Seattle. And I think they're out of... I don't remember where Tiny Build, like where they immigrated from. Um, but they still have a development team back there and they're very heavy in, I think I want to say Poland. Um, but they live in him and his wife, uh, live in Seattle and they do this amazing dinner every year. And it's like, there's a Xbox conference. I've been invited to go talk to like some of the game developers over at Microsoft, or I can go enjoy a really nice steak and a couple of drinks with my good friends at this, like, smaller game publisher that like people know but like it's not xbox it's not microsoft but you know what fuck it i'm gonna go do that i'm gonna go have fun this year like i'm not gonna stress myself about going and hanging out with microsoft and xbox so that you know we got back from pax uh that was the beginning of september uh the first weekend of september uh, end of october or not october uh anyways i'm terrible with maths and numbers uh and it's just kind of been evident since then. Like this last week when we recorded, like him and I were like, Hey, you want to play a video game? And like, we like looked at each other like, well, we're not going to get the show done then. 
and it's already nine o'clock. So either we can finish the show and have an episode, or we can play video games. And I, I just like looked over at him. I was like, "Look, dude, like it's been fun. It's been a great ride. Uh, Podcast junkies really taking off, and it, it's successful. And I don't want to stop doing that. Uh, I don't want to stop podcasting with you, but I want to slow it down. I, I think we need to figure out something else because, like, I don't want to feel like we have to do this show. Like, I want to be able to do something that I enjoy with you, but also be able to do other stuff. And as it says right now, your family is really busy the rest of the week. And my family is really busy the rest of the week, but they know that we have this one night. So like, let's take advantage of this. Like let's make a biweekly show where we talk about something that we enjoy. I'm not trying to spoil anything here cause it's not set in stone yet. Um, but then on the off week, like let's fucking still get together like for a drink or like get our families together. Like our families don't get together very often, but I'm the next unkin, I guess you would say, for his children. Like, if the, him and his wife were to pass away, like, I take care of his children and, like, vice versa with my child. And, like, you know, like, I haven't seen your daughter and your son for a while. And you haven't, like, you've seen my son, but your wife hasn't seen my son. And your two kids haven't seen my son in a while. And, you know, your kids are a lot older. Like, your daughter should come babysit. Like, but, like, they don't really know each other. And so just making like healthy family time. Um, and I, I think it's like you said, pod fade and, uh, it feels like the right time, I think. So. And so, I mean, and I get that, like I, I had a show pod fade myself and, and, and it has to be, I think if you can end the show before things get bad. Yeah. And we've bet ba- we've been through some bad points. Like him and I, like a lot of like, like, right at the very beginning, you're just like, dude, like, what the fuck? Write your articles. Like, come on. Like, let's take this. Like, let's make this a let's make this a living. And we've really had to come to Jesus moment, as a lot of people would say. Like, this isn't going to be a career. Like, this is fun. This is awesome. We enjoy the time together. And I, I feel like I want to say around, like, episode 100, we came to we had that coming to Jesus moment where we were just like, we tried to do a live show. And it failed really bad. Like, not even, like, a live show. It was, like, a episode 100 celebration where we invited, uh, like I said, we do Kickstarters. And so there was, like, there's uh, a lot of Kickstarters out of Portland, Oregon, out of Vancouver, Washington, around our area that that we funded. And, like, we helped fund. And we pushed them. And back then our numbers were really good. And I know a lot of people who backed a lot of the stuff that we did local because they, they, uh, they want to support independent creators. And, uh, I reached out to all of them and only one friend showed up and his wife. And I mean, we ordered pizzas and we went to like a pizza place here and we, we really tried to, to get people in and like, even some of our closest friends like that are still friends like they just didn't show up and like tim and i just like looked at each other and we're just like this is cool like it's fine let's not be hard on ourselves let's let's take it for what it is like there's a million fucking video game podcasts out there we don't only do video game podcasts so or we don't only do video games we do a bunch of other stuff so we're very niche um and that's fine um, and from there on out, we just had fun and it was good for a very long time. And we both played video games and, you know, I feel like it's just, I don't have time for it. He has a little bit, but his kids are 
getting to the age where his daughter's going to be looking for colleges and his youngest son is going to be going into high school or his young son is going to be going into high school and is extremely involved in theater and his son has a passion for theater and I want him to be able to go and see his son do stuff without, you know, being like, hey, so I know we're supposed to be pushing out this number of episodes a week and so it's just, it's time. Like we can... We can take our time and have fun together, and if something comes up, it's okay. We don't got to stress about it. I feel like we've really been stressing, like, the weekly consistency, and uh, I think it's time just to be able to relax and have fun again, so. Yeah, I think that's, you know, my, from day one of my show, the priority was this needs to be more fun than stress. Yeah, and I feel like a lot of podcasters lose their way on that. Um, and I know I'm guilty of it twice in a row now. And I know like with podcast junkie, every once in a while I catch myself like just stressing over getting an episode or getting a review out or making sure the review's just right. And I'm like, you know, it, it's worth it. I enjoy what I do and it's a lot of fun and I love the connections I've made. Cause I'm here with you now because of the connections I've made. Um, and I just have to keep reminding myself, like, this is a passion project. When it becomes, when you're not passionate about it, like, it's time to find something you're passionate about because life is too short to do things you're not passionate about. And there's a lot of other stuff in life that you're forced to do that you're not passionate about. Like, this is something that we choose to do, and I'm not making a living at it. I don't know about you, but it's It's not a very good living yeah yeah, exactly uh so and there's only a small select number of people that literally make this their living for their whole life and uh and that's still yet to be proven because this is still a new medium and well but still you know it's to me that's comparable to like the kids in high school who are like, I'm going to be a professional basketball player when yep. I grow up. Exactly. It's like, that's a lovely dream. And it please is. try hard. Yeah, exactly. Know? Cause you never know. And that's the whole thing is like, give it your all, see where it goes. But also like, remember like, this is something that you used to love. So don't lose sight of that. Because if you lose sight of that, nobody else is going to enjoy it. Like you, you can't put out content that you don't love putting out that you're happy about and get other people excited about it. Like you, they have to build a sense of excitement. So, so talk about podcast junkie then. Okay. So like podcast junkie is basically came to fruition because, uh, since 2013, I've been listening to podcasts, a minimum of 48 hours a week, a maximum of like 90 hours a week. Usually it's between 50 to 60. Uh, that's all going to change here because I'm changing careers, but since 2013, that's what I've done. And I've gone through all the podcast apps, all the charts, downloaded all the big names and, you know, I've selected some that I really enjoy and I've binged all of them and I started running out of shows and I didn't know where to go. And there's a lot of lovely podcast critics out there and reviewers that do written format Um, and there's a lot of, and there's not a lot, there's a handful of podcast creators that basically focus on only interviewing creators, uh, kind of like what we're doing right here. Uh, and there's a handful of people that do that. And, uh, I, I listened to those and that was, that's great. And I found some new shows. 
Um, but I quickly found that like I just binge to a certain extent to where I'm always just trying to find stuff, but there's nothing out there that gives me like, I almost like correlate it back to like the TV guide. There's like, there's not a TV guide for podcasting. There's not a podcast guide that is in the same format. Like the TV guide is on the TV. It shows you what hours it shows you what show it gives you a description and you can record that show or you can tune into that show live or, you know, it's readily available. And TV guide started in a book. If you're young and you don't know what a TV guide was, it was a book and you would buy it and it would tell you what episodes and it would tell you what the show was and what episode and give you a brief description. TV guides nowadays are obviously on the TV and you just scroll down through the channels, you click on it, it brings you to that channel. There's nothing like that for podcasting. And so I set out to fix that. So Podcast Junkie is the TV guide for podcasts, the podcast guide. Um, And it's going to be, I guess I might as well just say it here, it's going to be changing names um, here pretty soon. It's going to be going to Cast Junkie because I have the handle uh, Cast Junkie on everything. So Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, YouTube, everything is Cast Junkie. And so the name will be being shortened. Same logo, uh, same show. Just going to be changing names on my one-year anniversary roughly around that time to Cast Junkie. Uh, And what I set out to do is give an episode of a – review an episode – not review – sorry. Each episode is going to be a review of a podcast. So three minutes to 12 minutes in length, and I will tell you what the podcast is, what type of genre it fits into – something about the host i will tell you some of the stuff i like about it uh i try to stay away from negative negativity on there um i have had one episode where i had to mention something i didn't like because it was an audio drama and they played on the left and right channel and that's great um and it works Uh, really uh -uh. it it worked (laughs) well for them in the what this what they were trying to achieve does not work for me because I listened with one earbud. So I only got half the story and it was shitty. So then I realized when I got in my car and I contacted the creator, they were like, hey, it plays off left and right. Because I just tuned out after episode one. It was like six minutes of like dead air. And I was like, what the fuck? Um, and plugged in my car and it was a short enough series at that point. I could binge it on my way home. And I did. And it was a good story. A great soundscape. Um, they just really terrible with that left and right channel and that so, stresses me out tremendously though so it would have been helpful for me to know yeah. you know as a as a potential listener because that um there's at least one show i can think of one true crime show that did that of the two hosts talking to each other oh no different yeah. earbuds and, and it that. just i found it tremendously stressful like i was watching a tennis match but inside my head like it was yeah. bouncing from ear to ear across my brain and, and i just that's that's the thing that he was going for um and it worked and it was annoying and i hope that on season two that he will take my critique and run with it because that you need to have two audio feeds one that is you can even call it like your masterpiece audio feed and then you need to have one that has it mixed down to both because i won't listen again um and i love the story but i will not listen again because i can't do that that drives me insane well, and I have I have sent I have ADHD and and ADHD often comes with sensory issues. Oh yeah, and that includes like I need to be able to listen but do something else at the same time. So whether it's listen and just I don't know play Candy Crush or something or knit or 
whatever, like whatever it may be, I need to do two things at once and that helps level me out. Yeah. And so if it, if it becomes difficult to listen, like if the, the levels are not fairly consistent Mm -hmm. or if I'm getting two different feeds in different ears, I, I, I can't, like I can't cope. Yeah. Yeah. No, and I get that. And frankly, that's, that's the start of what schizophrenia actually is. Is it really? Schizophrenia is, is, it's better thought of as a, a massive sensory slash ADHD condition. Oh, wow. I did not know that. You know, as opposed to, like, don't think of it as multiple personality disorder. That's or, exactly what I thought of it as. Yeah, people do. But it's, it's much more, it's like ADHD, but amped up. Okay. You know, so you don't get to direct your focus and that it gets so big that, like, you just, literally can't determine, like, you can't recognize whether your body is hot or cold or if you're hungry or not. Wow. And, or, like, like, you know how if you're at a cocktail party, uh, in theory, I mean, I've never attended a cocktail party. But, <laughs> Me either, but yes. <laughs> but that in, you know, the, the cocktail party phenomenon is that you're talking to somebody in a crowded room, but someone else across the room says your name and you're able to tune in? Yeah. Well, somebody with schizophrenia basically doesn't have that. Like, so all input comes in as equally important to them. Oh, wow. So they're tuning in on everything. Exactly. And so you can't figure out what is more important and what is less important. And wow. so you end up, I mean, literally losing your mind in a way. Like, yeah. you're so stressed you out insane. all the time. Yeah. And so that's a lot what it is. And then at the end of the day, they have a hard time acknowledging like what what was important and what is not like reading social cues and things like that and so other people get frustrated with them which amps up the stress and so on yeah and so that's the i feel that as like the early stages when i'm listening in two separate earbuds i suddenly realize like i can't tune into the story anymore yeah. because i'm so tuned into the experience of, of yeah. bouncing back and forth so yeah and yeah, I, I, I right there with you <laughs> yeah i fully get that and it's it's annoying so they you know I, I try to be super generous, and the rest of his show, like I said, was great. Um, and at the end of it, well, like right in the middle of the Podcast Junkie, I tried to drop a few minutes um, or a trailer of their show. Uh, if it's if it's like a brand new show or something like that, I'll just drop the trailer. Uh, I've been trying to stay away from brand new shows. I usually like to go and find a clip that I thought was funny or was interesting or brought out the host personality and uh or speaks volumes to what the the podcast that you are potentially going to subscribe to is um and so i do that uh you know i say the episodes last you know four to 15 minutes but i've never had one go over 12 i don't think i think like longest is like 12 minutes and like three seconds uh and so basically just like a bite-sized uh snippet guide to do you want to really spend your time subscribing and binging this show like i'm hoping that i'm giving you enough information to make a more informed decision than cover art or a written description that they wrote because let's face it anybody can write a great description on itunes to make you think oh i would love this show and then you get in there and you're like this show is not for me um and so i hope podcast junkie can be that kind of niche market because there, like I said, there's a lot of people who write and review and rate podcasts in written form. Why is it in written form? We are a podcast. You are tuning into a podcast. Why is it in written? That's what I kept coming back to, and I kept pushing. And I know, and I, I'm friends with some critics now that that's what they do, and it's great, and they do an amazing job. And I'm not putting them down, 
But why are we doing it in in written form? Why can't somebody subscribe to a feed where they get this information and then they can go and find the podcast off of it? So that's what I'm trying to that's what I try to do with Podcast Junkie. That's what I do. And then also it's formed into like this whole support indie podcast network which you were nice enough to buy me my own hoodie cuz I refuse to buy my own merch. <laughs> uh, and I love it, and it's the most coziest hoodie I've ever owned, and my wife loves it, so now she's like, hey, can you make sweatshirts that have, like, teacher sayings on it, because my wife's a teacher, and I was like, I guess, yeah, but I'm not going to put it on my store. She's like, oh, no, I just I just love that hoodie sweatshirt, and I was like, yeah, it's awesome, and she's like, yeah, you should have bought one a, a long time ago. I was like, hey, hey, I'm giving money to other people. I'm, it's not about me, so thank you. And I get to t- tell you that on your show. Thank you very much for the hoodie. That's awesome. It's an awesome gift. I love it. Well, and it wasn't just me. Like, don't, I know. It was other all people. All I did was organize I've also a bit, but... thanked some other people, like Girl in Space, and I've thanked Emma um, and the other two people that you will not name. Emma but from I... Husk. Uh... Emma from Husk and Sarah from Girl in Space. Yeah, and well, and Rebecca from... Oh, Lady is a Strange. Yes, Lady Rebecca. Lady Strange. Yes. And then two others that wanted to be anonymous. So Yeah, Jess and Ruck. Thank you. Um, <laughs> yeah, you will not confirm not nor deny. Saying, yeah. I am not saying. I know. But, I know. You know, but I'm probably not wrong. Be, um, I mean, people have been wrong before. So I'm yeah. And I'm Just sure there's case. other people, but, and but if it's not them, thank you to whoever it is. And I hope you're listening and thank you again. It's, uh, it's awesome. And I am extremely passionate about that is, uh, I don't know how deep you want to get on, like how podcast junkie came to be and like what it is. Well, yeah, go 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 in whatever, whatever direction you want because I have I have a couple of questions, but they'll come. I think I want to hear your story first. Okay. Uh, so when I was making Podcast Junkie, again, it goes back to Tim from Plug and Play. Uh, this is an idea that I pitched to him now a year and a half ago. No, almost two years ago. Uh, year and a half, two years ago, something like that. Uh, basically, that's about the time when I started running out of stuff, and I I started like scouring twitter and like i actually got involved on twitter i've always had a twitter account for my video game personality um uh persona person that i apparently am uh but i i've never used it and all i would ever do is just like post an article i wrote an article if i had a live stream i post a live stream video but i started like scouring through twitter to find like podcasts and because i was like i i don't know what to do like I'm out of shows and I'm caught up on everything. And I've started like giant bomb has like a billion fucking episodes. And I started at episode one and I've gone all the way through their transformation. And like, I've learned their ins and outs and like basically grew up with them. There's another one called married to the games, which now is like 300 some odd episodes. I've binged that like three times now. Like, what do I do? Um, and I started finding like all these, like what they were called, like independent podcasts. And I was like, what's an independent podcast. This is like, two and a half three years ago at this point i'm like what is an independent podcast i know like the cbc and i know like this and i know that and uh i didn't realize that they were like independent podcasters just like there's independent everything else and it just it makes sense um but with that independent means you are doing everything yourself you are promoting you are creating you are editing you are you're your own spokesperson um, and you don't have a company doing it for you. So you are out there basically hustling your own stuff, your own, your own wares as, as it would be. Uh, and I started getting connected with these people and I started getting these, 
uh, invites to this thing called Discord, which I knew what it was from the video game side of it. I run a video game Discord community. Um, and I quickly was like in like 30 different Discord communities. Uh, and this is about six months from launch. And I'm in all these communities. I'm listening. I'm interacting with the creators. And I'm listening to these shows. And I'm finding new shows from them. Um, and I'm I'm writing up. And I'm getting all these reviews ready to go for Podcast Junkie. And I have like six months worth of episodes wrote. Because it's one a week. And I have like six months. And Tim's just like, dude, what the hell? Like, release the damn show. Go. Like, you have six months. What are you going to do? Like, two years worth? And then you're, you're just not going to do anything for two years? And you're just going to, like, let it die? Because, like, if you wait too long, like, you're going to take a break when it drops. And you're going to promote. And then you're going to have to get back in the writing again. And if you wait too long and you promote for too long, you're not going to want to write again. So you're it's going to be a done deal. Because he knows I don't like writing. I like the end of it. I like the talking. I like the communication. I like the promotion. I like getting behind the microphone and saying the words, but I don't like writing the words all that well. It's writing is not my suit. I just not a good writer. Um, and so I've always been more of a personality based thing. And so I, I released it. I got it out there. I started promoting it. Um, and then as I started releasing, like people started coming to me like, Hey, how do you do this? How do you edit this audio? How do you, how do you go about recording things like that? And I'm like, I, this is how I do it. But if you join this discord over here, like there, there's like an audio engineer over here. He or she can help you a lot better than I can. Um, and I quickly found out that like, there's all these communities of like 10, 20, 100, 200, 300 people that are all about one show, one podcast, one audio drama, one true crime story um and they're getting a lot of the same questions and they have a lot of fan overlap but the information's not getting spread across uh to help people and so i created uh, uh my own discord for podcast junkie uh and basically build it as the support indie podcast which has now become like my slogan is support indie podcast and it's what i do um through and through it's what i do uh all my money that i make from patreon merch sales uh people paypal me some money every once in a while or they venmo me money uh it all 100 percent goes back to supporting other people's hosting they're like this month i bought a uh blue yeti microphone for a audio drama person who is recording off of an iphone and she is a character and they have done amazing work uh with iphone and they've done a really good job and so i was like i know that this is going places i know it's gonna be around for a while you know what let's get them a good setup so just yesterday as of this recording uh so the 19th of uh, september uh it arrived at her house yesterday and she didn't know it was coming and i was sneaky and i talked to their sound engineer and was like what are the other people in your staff using and uh I couldn't afford that microphone because they're using like $500 microphones. Um, but she's in – her and her husband are in a different state, so they do it remotely. Um, and so the the nicest one I could get was the Yeti. That's the, the, that's the money that I had for Patreon and merch sales for the past like month and a half. 
And so I bought it and had it shipped to her and she loves it. So that's cool. And that's what I'm here for. That's like, that's my passion is helping other people's passions. Um, so back to the discord, that's kind of what we did is I built it up and I made all these subgenres, and I made general chats and I made creator chats and I made creator advice. And I made it non-creator advice and basically invited people just to come make it their own. And you're there. Um, and a few other people and a lot of other people, I should say, uh, like, 1400 like other people 1400 yeah, other like 1400 people. <laughs> other people now and it's this month will be six months for discord so six wow. months as we record 1400 people have joined a lot of them are creators um and it's cool i've left a lot of other discord communities because they've shut their communities down and joined mine um, and it's not my community. It's my name attached to it, but it's our community as creators because you should own it. You have a channel there. You own it. That is your channel. It's just like having your own Discord. But outside of your Discord, your Discord now is connected to my Discord that is connected to, let's say, Tunnels Podcast. Then we'll go over and now you got True Crime. So you have Twisted Britons there. Um, and, you know, you have the Three Spooked Girls and the Ladies of Strange and they have their channels. And outside of that is a free-for-all. There's general channels where we can talk about anything and everything. There are podcast-specific genre channels. Um, Hell, there's even like an art channel that we get to see where you're knitting. And that's really cool. Like to see other people's passions that they're doing that are in the podcast world, but they have other passions. They're real freaking people. And so we get to follow along with what you're doing with the knitting and the art and stuff like that. And that's really cool. Uh, and I feel like you don't get that if you have a exclusive Discord that is, let's say, is just Twisted Britain. That's all it is. And you get, you know, you might get 500 listeners in there. Um, but you don't get the same sense of a community. And that's what I'm trying to build with Podcast well, Junkie. It's evolved. And a lot you won't. Like, you know, I, I look at the people that listen to my show. I have a very active Facebook group. Yeah. And so that's that's just what it is and it's going to stay. Yeah. But so Discord is comparable to Facebook. This this use of Discord is comparable yeah. to Facebook in a lot of ways in the sense that it, except it's like text-based and you but you can post photos and that kind of thing. Yeah. But it's more organized than Facebook. It's got It's as organized as you make it. It Right. It but has so it's definitely got channel, you know, it's got got folders, I guess, or, yeah, or headers that you could do. And so that's that's a thing. Like I thought about moving my whole Facebook group over to a, a Discord server and just just interacting there, but I realized a lot of people that are on in my Facebook group wouldn't follow me over. Yep. It, they don't know what it is, sell. they don't want to go. So in in this is sort of the best of both worlds that I can keep my Facebook group active for one-on-one -on -one interaction and i mean frankly like i feel like i could i could completely stop interacting with my facebook group for a month and they would still keep going because it has taken on a life of its own it really has um, i love your you know, facebook and group and i mean i'm not gonna stop i'm not gonna i'm not gonna yeah. people out there like come join it but i don't it's it's not reliant on me in the same way whereas i feel like in your discord server i can be more i'm not the leader and that's really nice Honestly, because like in my Facebook group, I have to be very well behaved at times. Like there's times where somebody posts something and I'm like, bye bye. Like yeah, you gotta go. <laughs> like I don't like it, but I can't do anything. I can't say the thing that I want to say because as leader, you have to comport yourself in a certain way. Yeah, and I and I I get that sense with Discord as well. Is I 
I do a lot of lurking. Um, a lot of people are surprised that I'm an actual person and that my moderators aren't the ones who own the channel or own the server because I don't interact a whole bunch like I used to in the, the, the startup days, as I call them like five months ago, which is crazy to say, uh, and, and well, because people will kiss your ass. People will kiss my ass. And then on top of that, it's also it. I have a podcast that like I can't be an asshole to somebody on Discord without them going and blasting the podcast. Potentially. So, yeah. Um, which is sad to say. So I have moderators that I on the behind the scenes will be like, hey, go fucking deal with that. Like this needs to be taken care of. That's not OK. Um, and my mods are so awesome now that they just know when I'm not going to agree with something. Um, and they'll just take care of it for me. And then they'll be like, Hey, so beg for forgiveness later. I did this. And I'm like, that's cool. That's fine. I trust you guys like go for it. Um, and now I feel like I've gotten to that point probably in the last like three weeks. Well, since packs, probably I've had a lot of phone calls, um, which is weird. Like I have phone calls with a team that I'm not paying they're just donating their time and their energy to help this idea and support indie podcasts. Uh, and it's, it's crazy. Uh, and I've had these calls with them and I've got to know them more as like people instead of names online that type text to me. Uh, and I, I really trust them where they're going and what they're doing and how they approach things. Obviously there's always times where I'm like, Hey, put the, put the brakes on a little bit. That, little bit drastic for what happened uh but you know majority of the time i'd say 99 percent of the time they make the right call for what my vision is for the community and the cool thing is my vision is always expanding because podcast junkie was just a podcast there were there was no plans whatsoever to be anything more than a podcast and uh now it's a podcast it is it's hashtag support indie podcasts i mean that that there if you go back and you search hashtag support indie podcasts there was a handful of people and i want to say literally like i think you can count it between my hands and your hands that many people used it that many times before i came around and uh honestly i didn't even know that anybody had used it i just it's something I said at an interview one time with like another creator and they were like, why don't you just run with that with like a hashtag? And I was like, cool, I guess I'll try that. And now since then it has blown up and there's, if you look at hashtag supporting podcasts, most of the people using it are in my discord community and it's getting used like hourly now. Um, and it like might not get the most traction in the world, but it's these people that are building this community around that have come from my community that, or that joined the community. Um, and it's just crazy. So podcast junkie is hashtag support any podcast. It's the, it's the support any podcast movement. It's grown its own feet. Like I said, Patreon and merch sales and donations all go to support other people like legitimately go. I have $9 a month. That's my hosting for my podcast that I pay. It's always been out of pocket. Um, but the past few months I've taken $9 out of the support any podcast, because if I don't do what I do, then you know, what am I doing? Um, and I've ran it by every single one of my Patreons or Patreon members. And they were all like, go for it, pay for your hosting. And now I have a website. They're like, Hey, look, use it for your web hosting too. like, take care of your expenses before you give money away. And, uh, so right now as it sits $9 for hosting, I think like my web hosting for my website's like, 
breaks down to like two or three dollars a month. I'm still currently paying for that out of pocket. I'd probably switch over after I get like one more Patreon. I'll probably switch that over uh, and have them pay for it. Uh, but I'll again, I'll run it by the Patreon members, and if they're cool with it, if it's like an over overstanding, like yes, then great. Um, so podcast jokey is turned into like a almost like a fund, like a like a support any podcast fund, like bank, where like I have a form that people can fill out, and they can be like, hey, I'd really just like promotion, just like social media promotion would mean the world to me, um, and I can I'll listen to your show, and like I'll I'll retweet for you, and um, I'll like your stuff, and you know I'll, I'll interact with you to help get people involved, um, and I'll tag people, and I'll recommend you to people, um, and then also you know there's the people that are like, look, hey. I can't afford hosting and I don't want to do free hosting. So I'm just going to shut my show down. And I'm like, Oh, hold up. No, I'm going to pay for six months. Let's reevaluate where you're at. Like keep working, keep doing this. Like if you want to, I will pay for your hosting. And I have, I've paid for like a year and a half of hosting for other people already. And it's just like, here's the money run with it. See what you can do. Hopefully try to plan on getting some sort of Patreon things set up or asking for a donation like a dollar a month um and try to get that covered in the next six months and that but if not let me know and they you know as long as you're still putting out content then i will still try my best to help you um and then it's also exploded into this discord community that is now like almost 1500 people um and we haven't advertised it in two and a half months other than just like some like shout outs on twitter um, but right now, as we're speaking, the mods today are talking about doing another promotion on Reddit, which always brings in like at least a hundred to 400 people. Um, so it's crazy. It's weird. It's weird thinking that this like stupid little idea that I literally just built for myself has taken on legs of its own and has expanded into all these other areas. I've been like told my wife, I was like, look, like I wish I would have thought, thought of this years ago, not because I could I could see myself doing this as a living, but because like I could literally travel to different cons and then tell stories about creators I've met. Like, like I could go to crime con and like do a panel about, you know, like independent true crime podcasts that like the creators, like their story, like I could get up there and be that voice for somebody that can't afford to go do it, but I could be the voice for multiple people that can't afford to go do it. Um, and just get out there and shake hands and, you know, introduce people to podcasts like i met uh your other co-host derek uh in seattle and literally just had a bag of podcast merch and like met him outside and was like hey never met you this is awesome great we, we had a great conversation i think we hung out for like an hour hour and a half and i was like at the end of it, i was like here's a shitload of stickers pins everything else take what you want like look through it like if you have a question what the podcast is if you never heard of it before i'll tell you about the podcast cool and uh if you like the sticker but you don't care for the podcast like still take it put it somewhere that's awesome thank you um and i just kind of hustled outside where derek and i were just like talking to people about podcasts like some of you like kind of like lean over and like listen a little bit i'm like oh do you know about podcasts like let's talk about podcasts like <laughs> come here like like literally next year at conventions i just need a shirt that like on the back of it that says like ask me about podcasts um and that's kind of the thing and like the emma from husk is amazing she's just she is she's this incredible woman that like has this like 
passion like I do for podcasts. Uh, and she's local. So now we are doing a the, it's a continuation of what where I met you, uh, the Lucky Labrador, and it's gonna be monthly the second friday of every month uh and just get together and talk about podcasts with podcast hosts listeners creators uh podcast novice like experts everybody anybody and everybody is welcome like we did uh two fridays ago or last friday uh was Rose City Comic Con. So a bunch of people flew in for that like Sarah from Girl in Space was there and they were like on a like a panel for this put on by Kabu, which is a local jazz station that has an audio drama apparently at nighttime that I did not know about. That's hosted by a guy named Ken. So Ken came from Kabu, and now now I know Ken, and Ken wants to have me on the show to talk kind of like what we're doing. Um, and it's just this amazing community that has like blown up all around this dumb idea of making a podcast review podcast, and it's incredible. And I don't know what else to say other than, like, I'm grateful. Like, I wish I would have thought of this years ago. Like, this could have been something, an amazing career path just to go around and just talk to people about podcasts. But I'm cool with it just being a passion. Like, it's it's a lot of fun. Like, it's a cool passion to go around and talk to people about. And basically, there's a podcast for anybody that likes anything. Like, if you have an interest, there's a podcast for it. So, I know. It's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, because there are podcasts about, say, knitting. Yeah, where, there are. I mean, that's an awfully vi- visual sort of engage, you know, interaction, but they find a way. So yeah. it's wild. So, yeah, for, for one thing, you guys are in the Pacific Northwest, which yes. is stupid because it's on the other side of the country for me. Yeah, and you need to move. Useless. You need to move, right? <laughs> Except for the fact, like, I really want to come to Salem, Mass, and, like, go to, like, yeah, where it. the. Yeah, like, I want to go there, like, Halloween. I know it's, like, the trope, like, no. go to Salem. Oh, but, like, you don't want to do I, that. <laughs> I hope that they do other cool, like, historical shit year round. Oh, well, all of the things are here year round. Like, the only thing <laughs> that's extra here around halloween is a lot more people that are drunk in public and dressed up funny oh never mind i don't want to go for that i just want to go explore history and you guys have yeah, a lot no, of and it. that's that's here all the time but no i mean so when my son and i were out there on vacation this summer we were able to get together for a meetup and yes. so i mean you still owe me a shot of epson not i want n- that uh, out there a whole glass we'll do a glass we'll do a, okay. we'll do a, like we'll do like a legit like glass of absinthe i can accept this yes um yeah, because, I mean, your buddy had a few too many and you had to yeah. pour him home. And so I get it, but... Yeah, um, it sucks. But yeah, no, and then a couple of weeks later, you go to Pax, Pax West and you and Derek are in the same place. And I was just like, oh my God, you know, two of my favorite guys in, in Pacific Northwest are not just like in the same area. We're like hanging place. out. Like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. It's unacceptable. It was totally acceptable. <laughs> you know? But without you... I never would have known who Derek was. Like I know, and that's I love the connections of podcasting and a lot of my trip ended up sort of being like a network. Yeah, it wasn't entirely just podcasty, but I got together with a lot of people that I only knew because I have a show and yeah. that's magical. It is extremely magical. And the funny thing too is also at PAX, like I was standing in the press line to get in, which is a different line than the general attendees, and like I'm just standing in line. Not gonna lie, not feeling good. We went out the night before with a developer, and it's just like ugh, bad, just way too much. And I don't think we got in until like three o'clock in the morning, and we're like back up at like eight, it's like five hours of sleep maybe. Um, and we're just sitting in line, like waiting. And also, I hear like, uh, "Are you Zach from Podcast Junkie?" And I'm like, "What the fuck? Who is this?" And like, it's a dude from the Discord. Like, he has his own show. Like. 
I graduated high school with his brother. Like, but like he has a podcast. And so like him and I sat in line, like BS for a good hour. And then he came outside and like met up with Derek and I. And like, it's like, we had like this like thing going, like just like getting all these people together, like just spur the moment. Just like nothing. Like I met with Shannon and Richard from Oz nine. Um, we had lunch and it was amazing. And like, we got to talk podcast and again, they showed up to the restaurant and I had podcast stickers all over the table. And I was like, let me tell you about podcasts. <laughs> and, uh, so it's just really, really cool. And I'm like super excited. I feel like a fanboy kind of like, I feel like I'm like, I feel like I'm making something to be like in the cool kid club, like getting in, um, like I've created something to like, gives me an excuse to talk to all you people. But then like, I also get to like, when I, I, I'm just surprised. Like people want to talk to me. Like you are like, Hey, let's get you on the show. And I'm like, what am I going to have to say? Like, I'm just like a fanboy. But, like, I've created something that's, like, built this community. And, like, I'm I'm starting to see the longer it's been around, like, the more the connections. And, like, especially after you came to town and, like, got me connected with Derek. And, like, I'm like, you know, I have the potential to do that. Like, that could be a path that this takes. Like, I could – I know most of the creators of the shows I've reviewed. So, like – I'm literally just introducing, like, hey, you like the Tunnels audio fiction podcast? Well, let me introduce you to Casey Whalen from We're Alive. Or, like, you like We're Alive? Hey, let me introduce you to Sarah with Girl in Space. Like, it's this cool, like, mediation, like, in between, like, two different worlds. And I, like I said, don't have a genre. I can bounce. And I can take a true crime person and be like, oh, there's an audio fiction story? It's not real, but it's really well produced, and it has a true crime element you should check out this genre of podcasting as well and like point them in that direction. And it, it's cool. Well, okay. So do you, for, for one, I, I've noticed very much that sense of like mutual admiration society yeah. that happens among podcasters. You know, I was in Chicago for the true crime podcast festival this past summer in July. And one of my favorite things was the number of people I would meet and I would be like, Oh my God, I've listened to every episode you've put out. You're amazing. And they're saying the same thing back to me. And I'm like, this is surreal. It's surreal. And and, you know, a lot of people are humble. And that's magic. It it is. It's magic. I love it. And yeah, people get, people are humble. You know, I mean, not everybody. Because there's a certain, there's a certain narcissism to creating a podcast. Yes you know, to thinking other people want to hear what I have to say. So yeah. that, that's a thing. But still, it was so super cool to, to meet these people and, and then to have them say like, oh, yeah, no, I listened to your show, too. And, and that's that's a thing. It's weird. So, yes, just nodding along with that. But the other thing is, so has anybody come at you with like a what kind of a do-gooder are you or a skeptical, like, why would you give away the money? Like, that doesn't make any sense to me kind of attitude. Um, I've had a few people have just been like, wait, so, like, you're literally, like, you're not keeping any money for yourself? Like, right now, um, I'm in the process of actually selling most of my podcast equipment because I can't bring myself to pull from my Patreon to I, – I have an idea I would like to do, um, but I need a new podcast set up. And I, I don't have the heart to ask my patrons to let me take more money. So I'm finding other ways to do it. Um, and which is by like selling stuff that I've used for podcasting through the years for cheap to support other indie podcasters. So like somebody's like, I need a mixer. I'm like, Hey, I have like, I have a cheaper end mixer. It works great. I'm using it right now actually, uh, to record this with you. Um, and 
but it's not the mixer I need. I need a specific mixer to do a specific thing that I want to do that I think will benefit any podcast. Um, and so I've had people like, well, you're making like, I don't remember. It was like, I think it was like $50 or something like that before like, you know, Patreon takes out their cut and all that type of shit. Um, and they're like, you're making 50 bucks a month. Why don't you just save that? And they're like, buy what you want to buy. And I'm like, because I pitched this as like, I'm supporting people. And I, I've been podcasting since 2013 and I've never made a penny. Why start now? Like I've enjoyed podcasting so much that since 2013, I have podcasted at least once a week. Once a week since 2013. And I love it. And I've never made pen- uh, money. I've only lost money in podcasting. I have paid for hosting since 2013 on one, two, and three shows. That's a lot of money. And right now I have two. So I'm paying $20 a month right now just to podcast. And I'm not... Uh, I'm now taking the $9, like I said, for Podcast Junkie, but I'm not paying for the other one. I'm still losing $10 a month for my other show. And why would I start now to take money? Like, just because you're going to give me money? Because I said, I said, I'm going to help support somebody else. So you are helping me support somebody else, and then I'm just going to turn around and take the money? That makes no sense. And I've shut a lot, I shut a handful of people down just by basically saying that look my the people that have donated the people that buy everything i have done is billed as support any podcast yes i have a show that reviews other people's podcasts and it's not always an independent podcast and people people do question me on that like well you just did ear hustle i'm like cool it's a podcast like i listen to it i'm going to review it um but a lot of the stuff i do is independent it doesn't have to be independent. Nowhere in Podcast Junkies, like iTunes listing, does it say we'll only review independent. It it says that I am a catalog, and a catalog is everything, all genres, all people equal. I could review somebody who only gets five downloads, and I'll give them the same attention that I give somebody who gets a million downloads. So the podcast side of it is what it is. That that doesn't have to be only independent. It is fairly majority independent podcast because that's basically what i listen to nowadays because that's what i have a passion for and what i truly believe is so cool about this medium is that it's new enough there's still a lot of independent art well i mean in saying like choosing to direct attention to something like ear hustle which is a masterpiece yeah and people who aren't listening to that i don't know what you're doing with your lives like (laughs) that show is amazing it's incredible and i followed it since day one i'm not some fanboy that just jumped on like i literally the day that it dropped i downloaded it and i love that show like i would die if like nigel or uh, erlon wanted to come on and like just be like like i eventually would like to do creator interviews occasionally like maybe one a month um and or maybe one every six months like i don't want to do that because that there's other people that do that but i would i would love to have like a fun chat just like what you and i are doing right now just like with a friend that i've made through podcasting that is a creator as well and like i would die if they came on my show oh no kidding and they're just people they're They're just they're just people they're legit just people like that show is amazing but so choosing to shine a spotlight on a show that deserves the attention that doesn't take away 
from supporting independent podcasts as well. No, and my argument to that is it only helps independent because I, as a show, am trying to help support independent podcasts. Yes. But people will see the name Ear Hustle and be like, I'm going to listen to that shit. And they're going to listen to what I do. And they're either going to like it and they're subscribe and they're going to stay on to hear an independent show. And then they're going to hear the independent show and go, I really like the way that Zach did that independent show. I'm going to subscribe to this independent podcast. And then that's where the, the spiral happens. I just did a review this week on Sex with Emily. I don't know. You familiar with that show? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I've been listening to Emily for years. Um, probably four or five years now. Um, uh, probably about, yeah, three. Yeah, four. It's got to be four. Um, and I think she does an incredible job with sexuality and addressing things and not being too, like, she's, she's, she doesn't judge. She tries to approach everything from a non-judgmental perspective, um, but she also tries to guide people towards, you know, a better way of sexual well-being or mental health or, you know, uh, just trying to help people through sexual frustrations and things like that. Uh, that has spiraled in a huge way because she retweeted it, um, into massive downloads. Um, for me, they're not crazy or anything by other people's standards, but for me, this past week has been like one of my best weeks. And the funny thing I've noticed is yes, the sex with Emily episode has drastically like skyrocketed in like my top 10 downloaded episodes. Um, it getting close there anyways top 10 in the past 30 days i should say is pretty high up there um but the second thing is those independent shows are all getting huge downloads as well so i might have reviewed a non-independent show but it's having a benefit to the independent community so um you know i kind of pitched that and then as for the as for the money side of it and stuff like that like i i'm not looking to make money you know, like, like I earlier said, I could have made this, a, I, I wish I could make this a career. That would be great. If for some stroke of luck, I get like a billion Patreon members that are like, they can pay for my salary that I have and like for my healthcare and I can still give a giant ass chunk to support any podcast. I'll think about it. But without that, like I'm just having fun. Like, and like you and I were talking before we started recording, like, once you start tying numbers into what we're doing that's fun, sometimes it doesn't stay fun for very long. And I feel like if I were to make this a job and I would I would have to be more stressed about my download numbers or my interactions or my you know, my growth. Um, whereas right now, like it's all happening naturally. It's in a positive incline. Um, it has been. Um, and everything's growing. Um so that's cool, but I'm also not focusing on it. Like I'm not, I don't feel bad when like, I don't get like a 50% boost in downloads week after week. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I've never once said the money was for me. I've never once accepted money for a podcast as you know, uh, because you had to get other people to buy me my own merch. Um, so <laughs> I, had to, I had to make you publicly promise not to give it publicly away. Publicly promise not to give it away. Um, and I have it and I love it. And it's the, it's probably one of my coolest pieces of merch, not only because it's something that I literally believe in and I wear 
near and dear to my heart. Um, but it, it's because other creators came together to get it for me. And that means the world to me. Uh, so I just feel like, you know, I, I would be podcasting whether or not there was money here. Um, obviously I have been, and I'm going to continue to. So why keep the money? There's other people out there, like I said, that need the money. Other people that are shutting down their show because they can't afford the hosting. There's other people out there that are not starting a show because they don't have a microphone. Or there's other people out there that have been podcasting forever, but they're just down and out on their luck. They can't afford something. Um, or something breaks and they can't afford to fix it. I mean, I there was a guy who said that his laptop broke. This is like early on in the discord like way back there i can't i don't even know if he's even with us anymore i haven't seen him in forever i should check up on him um but his laptop broke and i paid for his hosting like the month before his laptop broke he stopped podcasting for like a month and a half and i finally was just like hey man like not trying to be a dick like where where yeah like how's it going like what's going on um it, everything okay uh you know i paid for the hosting and i haven't seen any episodes and i I don't expect you. It's not a contract. It's not that I pay for your hosting, put out an episode. It's I pay for your hosting. I hope this helps you. Um, But you were consistent before and then I paid for the hosting and now it's not. um, Is everything cool? He's like, my laptop broke. I can't afford to get it fixed. Um, And I can't remember. I think the hard drive went out or some shit like that. So I like messaged a couple people and we ended up like getting him like a hard drive and like a power supply. I think his dog treat through power supply. Like we bought a power supply and like got it over to him. Not saying like his, there's other stuff going on there, but like, you know, that's what this is about. Helping people to try and make sure that they're able to do what they want to do. Um, and sometimes it works and sometimes you can help people and sometimes you can't, you know, I think that's universal. I think the, in every aspect of life, you can try and help people and it's up to them to accept it or not. And, uh, you know, I've I've learned from how to donate money and who to donate money to and what to look for because I have been burned in the past. Um, and, you know, that's sad. It It's rough to go back and tell my patron members, like, hey, this is what we did this month. And then they're like, yeah, well, their podcast just shut down. I'm like, yep, it just shut down. You're right. Like, they gave me no warning of that. They, they didn't say anything. Um such is life. You don't know what's going on in their life. Like they could have had a spouse die. They could have, they could, they could have a, you know, a terminal illness that they just learned about. You don't know what's going on. So you can't, they could, they could just be a dick. They could just be a dick too. Um, <laughs> I try to look for making sure that not everybody's just a dick, but that you're right. They could just, I mean, they, it's possible. It, it is very possible. They could just be a dick. They could have just got that $40 or $60 and we're like, Eh, I was thinking about shutting down. Why should I invest this into my show now? I'm just going to go ahead and shut down. They could be. You never know. Um, so, yeah. I mean. Well, and that's to me like, I, you know, I've always looked at when you give a gift, that's a reflection on you. And when you receive like what they do with it, yeah. that's not a reflection on you. Like if somebody misuses a gift, well, that still was a gift given with an open heart and that's the best you can do. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, that's how I try to face it. You know, there's some things I put up, like I look to see the consistency. I look to see how much interaction they're doing online and stuff like that. Now, before I didn't, before I just went off the list, I had them fill out and it was just like, I can afford to do this, this and this for this people. This is what I'm going to do. Um, now I do a little bit more background research and I 
kind of poke brains of listeners I know that listen to them and see how what their gut feeling is. Like, hey, do you think this person's like doing well? Like, if I if I'm not a fan of the show, um, I'll be like, hey, like consistent. Do you see a decline anywhere? Do you do you feel like they're a safe person to give money to? Like, do you think they're going to use it financially responsible? Because uh, now that it's grown and it's gotten a little bit more legs. There is more money to give out, which is insane. I don't know why people people want to support other people, and it's cool. And I I applaud every single one of my Patreon members and merch buyers for helping me support other people. Um, but I'm always still just kind of confused by it's going up, and like this week or this month, I was able to you know like I said buy a blue Yeti, which is like a hundred and I don't know I got on sale. I think it was like a hundred twenty eight dollars or something, and I was like. That's pretty cool. Like that's 128 bucks. Some of it came out of my pocket, a little bit of it, um, but not much. Um, but you know, I put my money where my mouth is too. Like I wanted to support them. This is something that they needed, so we we got it. And it's cool to say that like I was able to help this show, this voice actor, and you know that'll be a it'll be an unspoken legacy, but that'll be my legacy on that podcast. Is like that voice actor the clarity coming through the speaker is now because of something that us as a patron team community has done. So that's really cool. No, being a part of something yeah. I think matters. And that's kind of what it, to me, what sort of the bottom line is, is this idea of, you know, so I don't, I, I have to keep the money that I earn through my own Patreon, Patreon, because I really need to continue taking my prescription medication. Yeah. That's, no, <laughs> that's super yes. important. But, but I still think that I, I, I tend to think in a community minded way instead of solo. So I'm big on who can I talk to? Who's, you know, who can I bring on the show? Not because of who's going to bring me more downloads, because sometimes I get what, could be called a bigger name and other times it's a listener who has an audience of zero you know and either one's fine if they have a good story so that's not what it's about to me yeah but it's about like if i if i find a new show that i really like like i tend to jump at that person like hey do you want to come on my show and also by the way i have this spreadsheet you could be part of and now i have this discord thing that you could be a part of and you know and i'm sure that i come across is a little too much sometimes a lot too much but the idea is like i know what it is like to get started with a show and to have no idea like what a promo is or how, how it should sound or how to make one. And then once I do, what do I do with it? Like, how do I get it played out there in the universe? And so to be able to talk somebody through some of that is cool. Not, it's not going to benefit me in a direct sense, but it's cool to feel part of something. It's cool to feel part of a bigger community. And there's nothing wrong with people having a more inde- not not independent but like solo focus yeah like that's cool that's fine if that's how you roll yeah but yeah. i i don't no and you know i i think i've done a pretty good job surrounding myself with people that don't roll that way um and it's really cool experience to see everybody support other people um and you know there's nothing against supporting yourself and making sure that you're taken care of over somebody else it's just not something that I have to worry about in podcasting because I'm 
used to taking care of myself from my own personal funds. Like I, you know, and promoting and stuff like that. That's, you know, I enjoy doing it. I enjoy the interaction. I, uh, you know, I get pleasure out of what I do. So I might not get money like per se, but I get like personal enjoyment or personal satisfaction after seeing like wins and things like that of other people. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I get paid yeah, in other it, ways. Well, exactly. And, and I think too, the idea of building connections, like there are people I've, I've come across one or two in my day. Just one or two. Who, well, who's first response to me if i say do you want to come on my show is how much are you going to pay me and uh, <laughs> you know it's like yeah that's no you're no, like nah I, sorry yeah, nope and so you know those are people who are very financially minded and i accept that like that's their priority i can't help them with that and now i don't want to like, yeah yeah exactly. good luck to you not my thing but you know and there are people who come on for others like there are people who will ask me like how many downloads should i expect an episode to get before they've ever committed to coming on and again i'm like uh, all right yeah like, good luck to you it's just not that's not what i'm i'm here to do but every you know everybody has their their priorities everybody does but when when i see somebody where i'm like i knew you when you were a wee little podcast and now you're huge like that's so cool right? I, I love watching that even if it's not me you know and it, and, and it has not been me to blow up and i think i would freak out a little bit if it had been so, like, I'm very comfortable with where I'm at. Yeah, and I, I think that's I think that's a differentiating factor. I see a lot of new podcasters come out, and they're like, "I got 700 downloads in the first week," and I'm like, "That's great. That that's cool. That's really good, actually." Um, in my personal book, like, that's really good. Um, and then I see other people that are like, "I had 25 downloads. What am I doing wrong?" And I'm like, "You're not doing anything wrong. You're not doing anything different than them." Like, me. Some people hit it. Some people don't. Like, there's other podcasts that started a little bit before Podcast Junkie, but, um, like, a few months or something. Uh, and they've got, like, a million downloads already. And I'm like, wow. All right. I don't even think I've hit 100,000 yet. So that's cool. But also, they're, like, they're in big, massive markets that are really sought after, like true crime and audio fiction and things like that. And they already had a name to themselves. So they're coming in and they're like, this is incredible. Like I'm making like X amount off a of Patreon. And I'm like, but you already like, you already had a following when you came into this, you're literally in the biggest market for podcasting. And you, you already knew people like you can't compare your independent success compared to, let's say a small true crime podcast that, knows nobody in the industry and doesn't has never done a podcast before and maybe doesn't have a name or doesn't have a budget to themselves like that show might just not get as much traction or it might you never know like and and it's fine either way both of them are great so yeah i mean i think the idea of building the community like you know i've i've tried to connect podcasters with other podcasters but then what you've managed to do is also pull in people who have audio editing experience or listeners who have a job in a certain field or whatever. And so you can get more of a connection that way. And so, uh, you know, now I think increasingly if somebody wants to get involved, like they're sitting at home and they've got an idea for a podcast, but they don't know how to get it off the ground. They don't know how to promote it. They don't know how to edit it 
they don't know how to whatever the case may be like more and more like that's what your discord server can do or just ask because more and more like i i know better where to ask if i don't know the answer because i've been around a little bit and so that to me is a lot of what the community is about too is is not just pooling money but pooling resources yeah yeah for sure and that's that's the whole thing is just like there were so many independent podcasts that were asking so many questions repeatedly different people same question and it's just like why can't we just have a place to go and just like have these hashed out like why do I have to need to copy and paste from one Discord server to another Discord server and then credit to this other guy who's not even on the server because I don't want to take the credit for it? Um, or can I get your Twitter handle so I can DM you both together to get you in a group to get this answer because he already answered it over on this community? It's a headache. I finally found it. Like I just wasn't doing it. Like I was just like, I'm just not. Every single time somebody's like, what brand of microphone and microphone do you recommend for podcasting? And like, we have like sound engineers are like going, breaking it down, like to like this microphone at this price bracket and like this and this, and like what type of, like what your studio look like, what your space look like. And I'm just not going to copy and paste that a billion freaking times. Like let's get one place where everybody can come and let's just answer it. Like be the place for answers for this. And then let's be the place where listeners can come and interact with creators because let's face it. A lot of creators don't do a whole lot of interaction. A lot of the bigger names don't do a lot of interaction with their community. Um, and I have found I have some really big names that have joined the Discord that just don't interact. And I'm like, why are why would you come? Like, why why do, why do you show up to a place where it's all based off of interaction, but you don't interact? Um, you know, so I I really enjoy that also. Also, like the independent creators um do a really good job at interacting with their peers and they do a really good job with interacting with their consumers as well um and i think they do a pretty good job with sharing consumers too uh for the most part so if you like this audio drama you might like this audio drama and the creators will kind of guide their listeners that way so it's it's been a lot of fun watching uh that side of it as well because it uh it literally started just off of the idea of creators interacting with listeners, but it's taken on this creators and inter- interacting with creators and creators seeking guidance. And it's really, it's kind of cool to watch everything that's happens. And then also you get like the personal aspect of creators lives that I feel like listeners don't get on other social media platforms because a lot of creators don't share that type of stuff. This is a, this is a unique place where creators can kind of be themselves also, while being the creator too, like uh, the Oz Nine team, and like for like you, like you, I don't see like a whole bunch of knitting photos on your Twitter page. Um, no, I don't on Twitter. I will on Facebook, but not on. But on Facebook, you can't just wander in. Yeah, like you have to. You're going to be vetted for some specific reasons, and there are people that I've turned away. Yeah, and but but in Discord, like there's the art channel, and like the hobby channel and like i've seen you like open up about stuff in there and like post photos and like talk to people that like you probably wouldn't have talked to before and like the oz9 people only stay in character on social media they're in character 100 percent of the time and they're not 
in the Discord community. They are themselves. They can go in and out of character if a like a funny, weird question pops up. But most of the time, they're themselves. And like they can be themselves without being judged or being like, well, you're not acting like Olivia from Oz9. Or you're not being the narrator. Like, no, they're people. Like, they can be that person if you want them to be that person. But they're also people. So... It's magic. It is. It's fun. I enjoy it. So whatever you're into, whatever makes you happy or matters to you or gets you revved up, my very profound wish for you is that at some point in time, preferably lots of points in time, you can sit down with other creators and just talk business, talk art, throw stuff at the wall and see what sticks. Like, there's something so validating and so fun and so energizing to the whole concept. Where I'm at right now, right this second, October 18th, 2019, is that it's been a really hard and dark week for me. It's hard because a couple of my kids have had medical issues that I've had to address. And it's dark because it was exactly six months ago that my father died. And anniversaries tend to mess with me. So I've just been in a weird headspace. And I've not been producing episodes even though I really want to. Like I know I'm falling behind. I know I'm collecting more and more and more interviews and they're great and they're they're exciting and I love doing them. And then when it comes time to sit down and publish, it's not that I can't do it. It's that I can't even get up in the first place. Like I I can't make it down the stairs to the basement where I do my work. Because I just can't, like my, my brain isn't in it. My heart isn't in it. Something, some, some part of me, some part of my soul is just not here. And I actually had another episode all lined up, which I did the editing for already. I pared down in terms of lining up the sound and figuring out what I was going to say. And then I was just like, I'm not. I don't know. I'm not jazzed about it. I don't feel like I said it in the right way. And it wasn't fun. And right now I just, I really need fun. And after having talked to Aaron from Effenbirds and the cast of Oz9 and now Zach, I, I, it finally clicked on me tonight that like sometimes it's okay to just follow where your brain needs you to go. And in that case, for me, it was talking to somebody, listening to myself talk to somebody about this hobby of mine that makes me happy. The rest of it, the hard stuff, the sad stuff, it's always going to be there. It can wait. Didn't you feel better before you knew that? Zach, thank you so much. So fun to talk. And I'll tell you right now, I'm not even going to begin to try and keep track of everybody that we shouted out, shout outed 
did the shout out thing in this episode, but a lot of people and the reason that it's so many people is that you have built a really strong and important thing. So give yourself credit, wear your hoodie, come back on the show. We'll play again. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for putting up with me being more than a little flaky over the past couple of weeks, but also strap in because I'm basically out of the light fluffy sort of episodes here and so the next ones coming up are either dark psychologically or paranormal and those are sort of my options right now that I'm going to bounce back and forth from and I'm really looking forward to both. Thank you also to new patrons. I have two which is amazing. So Astrid and Aaron, thank you. I'm I'm grateful so much. So, this weekend, uh, the 20th of October 2019, is Tales. It's an audio drama festival happening at Leslie University, which happens to be where Emily goes to school. So, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be running a table for Ian, because he can't come up from Texas to do his thing for Under the Shroud. So I have snacks already and I have little displays and stuff because, you know, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it right. So I'll be there. If you're anywhere near Boston on Sunday, please stop by. And as soon as I am able, hopefully Monday evening, more likely Tuesday, just the way the weekend's working out, I'll be back. And then like I said, I really want to get my head back in the game and I want to th- start throwing some stuff at you. So, you know, brace yourselves. And until then, stay sane. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Our faces are mere inches away from one another. 
His breath tickles the side of my neck. I can hear his heart pounding in his chest. I can... I can feel him, too. They're slammed against each other. The heat of them combined are hotter than the sun beating down on my back. I stared down at him, expecting to see embarrassment or bewilderment in his eyes. Instead, his eyes are dilated, glazed over with want. His cheeks are red, and I notice the way he licks his lips. I want to. We can't. Fuck Humans, an LGB erotica podcast. That's Fuck Humans on most podcast apps, but screw humans on Apple Podcasts. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.